I didn't know the money went in my account. <laughs> Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. So Douglas has been telling me all the similarities that he has with Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm, for some yes. very strange reason. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the fact that we are both extremely good looking and very charismatic. Oh, send help, please send help. <laughs> okay, I'm not being delusional, but this is what happened. <laughs> not completely. Yeah. So yeah, yesterday I was doing some work lah, right, yeah. at my friend's cafe. Okay. Sitting there by myself With my laptop Doing some work And then I hear One of the scariest sounds Known to man Especially during this period Oh Can you guess what? Can you guess <laughs> like what? Someone coughing and wheezing Oh yeah 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 Close Sneeze This was the <laughs> level 5 kaiju Okay this is like <laughs> The scariest of sounds right I heard one hachu I looked up I was like who is it Okay There was a bunch of guys uh, Seated I think about 2-3 tables away from me One fella sneezed So I surreptitiously mm. uh, Because I've got the reflexes And the skills of a ninja <laughs> <laughs> I took out my little disinfectant spray Yeah Which I keep uh, And so I started like <laughs> <laughs> Just quietly like, in the end, so it's fine. Quietly, I would have gone like. Not so mean, lah. Don't don't make him feel bad, lah. You know, like. And then it happened again. Oh. Hachu. So I went. <laughs> quietly, I think it happened two more times, and then the guy noticed. Right. <laughs> he, he noticed me like uh, uh, you know uh, spraying my disinfectant, and I thought he was going to get maybe a bit upset or like he would think I was being rude. Mm-hmm. But he, he understood the whole situation. Um, yeah. Also because maybe it's now become a norm already. Like you know during the pandemic, yeah. things are a bit different. So he he clocked me and then he was like uh, he, like saying sorry like hey, sorry about that. I've just got a cold. He said. Right. I'm like yeah yeah sure sure you know. Um, that's thank you for telling me, <laughs> but sorry, bro. You spray, I spray, right? So I said, <laughs> and he was like, ha ha ha. I laughed, right? After that, uh, we con- I continue some work. He gets up mm-hmm. and then he leaves. As he leaves, he tells me, "Bye, Jack." <laughs> ah, that's why lah. Cause I was like, "Bye, Jack." What do you mean? Oh, he got the Titanic reference. Like, I you spray, I spray, you jump, I jump. Right. I didn't get it because I'm a young soul, Wanita. <laughs> I, no one quotes Titanic anymore. Excuse me. And that's why you did to begin <laughs> with, right? <laughs> but okay. no, that, that made me feel a bit like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. But it also made me realize. During this pandemic, uh, there are some behaviours that were once considered rude, mm-hmm. but are now totally acceptable because of the dangers and because we have been like conditioned to be scared. Right. We'll talk about that story a little bit more next. Fly FM. So we're talking about rude behaviours that are now acceptable because of the pandemic and because of the dangers. Yeah, that are posed by you know these. Pesky germs <laughs> Social distancing Is now an acceptable thing Yeah Like uh, Denying a hug Is okay Do you Do you Have family members Who Or friends Who demand hugs Or who expect Hugs to be given None Yeah We're, uh, we're huggers oh dear. <laughs> We're all huggers so I'm a hugger as well uh-huh. Like I go up to people And I You know I greet them I hug them But now It's kind of Nice when I run into people that I don't like. <laughs> no, like oh yo, this fella again. I don't want to see this fella. I don't want to say hi. So it's it's nice that it's acceptable when I stand from afar and I just wave like oh, oh just do a cursory nod. You're yeah. Like a, mm, yes. And then and then I like, acknowledge you, know, you. Everyone understands. Hey, it's COVID. You know, better not come in for a hug. Although I actually secretly don't like the fella. Exactly. I love it though. In uh, in the theater circles, we do something called the double cheek exchange. Have you heard of that? Oh, 
the little kiss on the yeah, both sides. It's real pretentious nonsense. <laughs> we, mwah, mwah, yeah, hello, we say, darling. Hi, darling. Oh, love doing Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Mwah, mwah. No. So none of that's happening anymore. Like you know, last time we'd be like, oh, so rude, this thespian. How dare he not give me a double cheek exchange? Now it's perfectly fine. I um, had a family gathering the other day, mm-hmm. and usually uh, what happens is um, when my nieces come into the house, they are expected to either kiss you know the the older family members right. or to give them a hug you know and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then usually my my uh, older relatives will be like oh don't come and kiss auntie oh, oh don't love auntie you like, <laughs> does this happen in your family well not not really okay. but uh, I hear about it a lot right there's so always that a few aunties that lack emo- like yeah, lack physical blackmail. touch in their lives <laughs> so whenever there's a family gathering they're like come give me a hug because they need it so bad yeah so the, the poor kids sometimes uh, don't even have time you know, they just Entered the house, haven't take off the shoes yet. You're like, oh, don't love auntie, oh, don't don't hug auntie, oh. You're like, give the kid a break, lah. But see, so things like that, completely acceptable now. You don't have to kiss the auntie, you don't have to come, you have to hug and stuff like that. Yeah. There was one occasion where I went out, and mm-hmm. I'm used to not shaking hands now, oh, not even fist bumping. Oh really? Don't touch. Just just keep our hands behind our backs and just nod, right? <laughs> so I went there and then uh, we were chit chatting and suddenly my friend introduced me to his friend. Right. This guy comes out and I think he also probably made the mistake, but he accidentally extended his hand because it was a reflex. Right. <laughs> so he says, "Oh, Douglas." He he raised up his hand. I'm like, "Are you why you raise your hand?" Now you have to shake it. I have to shake. So I my hand so ah okay. My hand went up. I shook his hand, and then after shaking his hand, I took out my wet wipe. Yeah. <laughs> started wiping my hand. <laughs> the guy sees me do that, right? And I was like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't scold me. I hope he doesn't think I'm being rude." <laughs> He smiled sheepishly and went, it can pass me one also. Fly FM. So there were some serious changes in the Gomen recently. Wow, really? Transportation changes, lah. What happened, lah? <laughs> they changed from the Proton Perdana to the Toyota Velfire. Ah, yeah. To save money, apparently, <laughs> because of the rental or something, right? They have to pay like a monthly fees for right. the rental and. How much cheaper um, is the Velfire from the Proton Perdana? <laughs> we found out two ringgit and eighty cents per month. <laughs> So that works out to a, to a savings of about how much per year? One thousand ringgit <laughs> per year. But have you sat in a Valfire, Juanita? I have sat in a Valfire. It's quite boss, right? It's not. It's, it's not as opulent as a limousine, you know, or like a Bentayaga, you know. But yeah. it is so comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like proper CEO level. Like you sit there and you can do your work. You can bring out your laptop. It's comfortable. It's got nice legroom. And most of these ministers. They are not the youngest, lah. Correct or not? Yes. So their knees and all maybe a bit pain. Getting onto a van is a lot easier than getting into a sedan. What about their back? Wouldn't they have to like bend down to come out of the van and go? go Still, it's much easier than coming out of a Proton Perdana, which is right. a sedan. Right. Because a sedan is always low and and stuff like that. Fair enough. How, yeah. However, I think people are a bit annoyed because of the optics uh, you know because in politics a lot of it has to do with optics what it looks like not about what it is I mean do they deserve a new car maybe does it help them do their job better yeah probably mm-hmm. but it doesn't look so good that they're changing cars now to something that is you know looks a bit more opulent well for a few reasons number one 
we've not exactly had a very good couple of years. Yeah. Right. Because uh-huh. of the you know the pandemic for yeah. one, <laughs> this little thing called COVID <laughs> which happened decimated the economy. People lost jobs. Yeah. Uh, you know people are not doing well at all economically. Quite bad. Yeah. And then you see fellas all changing cars. But, it, but it's fair Because it's cheaper <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, They're holding on to that like. So yes Okay I, I, I concede your argument That it is cheaper By turning it 80 cent yes. However We are changing From national car mm. To imported car Correct Right And we, this, these people Are leaders of Malaysia yeah. Malaysia has its own car Right So you know Like what are you saying What are you sh- <laughs> What is it like Cakap tak serupa bikin They say in Malay Right Like you say Our schools Our national schools All are very good Mm-hmm. It's fantastic And then you yourself Educated where? Overseas <laughs> It's things like this la, that, right. uh, I think that make people A little bit annoyed Because it's not just About what you do But what people perceive uh, You are doing Right A really good joke I heard though yeah. Was my friend said No Douglas This is the problem Right Because earlier this year Already we changed Administration Correct or not uh-huh. Right But you look Same fellas knew what They, they said They changed administration But it's the same fellas there And they just uh, Swap the portfolios So he said So why change the car just swap the cars around <laughs> like okay you take his car the fellow take his car and stuff like that but I hope lah I really hope that everybody realises that we're only changing the vehicles mm-hmm. okay it's the vehicles uh, the Perdana to the Velfire only the vehicles because I don't want some idiot to be there outside <laughs> rearranging the signboard selamat datang ke Taman Tasik Velfire <laughs> oh no I don't want that Fly FM so one of the trending movies on Netflix right now and I think one of my favourite Christmas Romance movies mm-hmm. Is Love Hard Features uh, Jimmy O. Yang And Nina Dobrev Who was in Vampire Diaries What's it called again? So hot. Love Hard Love Hard Yeah I don't know what well, How to say it in Malay uh. Hard Cinta is Cinta Yeah it sounds like One of those Chicken Wow Wow movies <laughs> It is not at all okay It's a very wholesome Nice Christmas movie mm-hmm. um, But I like it Because I think This is the first time Ever In a romantic movie Where the nerdy Asian guy gets the girl Jimmy O. Yang's character gets the girl at the end yes center parting long hair glasses the whole works okay without spoiling too much uh, (laughs) could you give a synopsis well it's to do with online dating of Mm -hmm. course Nina Dobrev goes online she's a writer and she writes about all the horrible dates that she's been on (laughs) so she meets a guy that she really likes and she falls in love with him but they they have they chat online uh, they they chat online yeah but, you know, all she has are pictures okay. to prove that he's real. Then she goes and she meets him. She surprises him where he is in his, like, hometown, Lake Placid, it's called, she for Christmas. She flies all the way there right. to surprise a guy she's Correct. never met in person. Correct. She flies from LA to Lake Placid two hours to meet this guy she's Very never met. Very realistic. <laughs> surprises him for Christmas. And it turns out that she's been catfished. So this guy That she's seen In the pictures Is like you know The typical Gorgeous Like white Chiseled face Dude Right, oh, typical like, romance Yeah I know Those type lah the, the, the white stereotype lah Yes okay. The white stereotype Turns out to be Jimmy Yo Yang It's like completely <laughs> different Right She's like How could you lie to me Right So she doesn't leave She goes to like This restaurant Where she actually meets The guy that she's been Catfished with The, the pictures of the guy That Jimmy Yo Yang used mm-hmm. This white Handsome 
hunk, right? Okay. okay. So I think I can see what is going on. Right. So Jimmy then comes in and says, "Like, hey, let me introduce you to this guy, and I will help you win this guy over if you pretend to be my girlfriend until Christmas." Why does Jimmy want her to pretend to be his girlfriend? Because like, his brother gives him a lot of nonsense oh, for being a nerd and for being, you know, okay. single. So he's like, "Okay, like, you help me, I help you." Right. 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 You scratch my back, I scratch your back. You help me show off to my brother, and I will help you get this dream guy, lah. Exactly. So obviously, you know, in the end, they fall in love, and yeah, she realizes that oh, hey, I like this nerdy Asian guy, Jimmy O Yang. Right. So the moral of the story, if I get you correctly, lah, Wanita, uh-huh. is that it's okay to lie. <laughs> Just lie and lie and write whatever you want. Oh. Use someone else's picture. Do whatever it is, because eventually, because it's Christmas, you get the guy or girl. Is that is that the moral of the story? No, the moral of the story is to be yourself. You'll eventually have you know this person. Fall in love with you, the mm. right one. <laughs> If they realize that you're the right one, that is. These romance plots, oh, I really can't. Uh, it's so cheesy, but it's so good. Fly FM. So our question for you today is: What are some of the typical romance plots that annoy you, Shireen? What is your story? So for me, it's Malay films, right? The woman <laughs> always like. The daughter of the rich tato and a successful businesswoman, whatever. Okay, okay. And then the woman always end up with the poor guy who has a good heart. That's the, like the plot twist, right? Yeah, like a the, guy, like a miskin fella. Like an underdog yeah. story, lah. It's always, it's always, yeah. it's a poor guy, whatever. They may didn't go to school much or had like bad luck, but then he's got a really good heart, and <laughs> you know he pandai jaga hati and he does good stuff, and then you actually fall in love. Yeah, exactly. So like this. Movie gives like hope to a lot of people. Okay, so it really like cause like give me so much stress. So I'm not that kaya kapal lah. Okay. But I I actually like drive a a really nice car. All right. And you know who tried to murder me? Who? Guys on bicycles. Oh like, wow! Like like. Cik-cik lagi mana tu? Like, yeah, so like, do you guys even have a job? <laughs> oh, I hate that. No, you should just, you should say like, uh, you're like, ah, pergi mana? Uh, pergi car wash lah, nak cuci kereta akak, ya? Yeah? You nak pergi hmm. mana? Kedai wasikal? <laughs> come back, come back. Fly FM. So our question for you today is, what are some of the typical romance plots that annoy you? Steve, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Okay, I'm a steward. Okay. And you know that all oh, this, all oh, this uh, romantic movies, you know, if let's say you're stuck in a long fight, right? Let's say like there's a couple, and then not to say a couple, like a guy and a girl stuck in a long fight, then corner corner, they like hit each other. Right. Yeah, but. Alien, bro. Don't hang on. Ah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this before. Strangers hit each other, go on a flight, and the end of the flight, they fall in love, right? Yes, yes. Normally, that's the case. I mean, in the movies, lah. But for me, I, I, I haven't experienced that, lah, bro. How long so, have you been in the airline industry? For five, six years now. Okay, and you haven't seen this happen even once. No, no, not even once. There were cases, lah. I mean, I've been, I still remember this one time. This couple, a guy and a girl, they, they, they were, they were fighting, lah, during the flight. Then I had to, I had to go in and then. Uh, Lerai can jorang lah, you know. Okay. Like separate them. Uh, separate them because this thing roll in a flight, and I mean oh like I jorang in a flight, and then uh, I was spending, you know, that time lah, like, because the the girl so quite hot so lah. <laughs> uh, 
Abang pun ingin nak ingat cucuk lain lah You know but <laughs> oh. that's, that's horrible dude Just just out of curiosity Are you in a relationship now? Yes I'm married bro Ah, oh, Okay okay And, and your wife does, does what? Uh, okay, she's a student, bro. She's a student. Yeah, can lah. Two people can fall in love in a flight lah, correct or not? Yeah, I mean like, itu, itu, that's what we call jodoh, bro. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot put all this, bro. Alright, oh, man. Thank sir. you so much. Yeah, no worries, man. Fly FM. Okay, so I'm reading about the Malacca State elections mm. recently. Why is there so much drama? What's going on? I don't understand this. If no drama, then boring law. <laughs> well, first of all, there's this whole issue about having state elections while we're still kind of in a pandemic. Right. Yeah, so there are a lot of SOPs in place. And so people have flouted SOPs. Some have been fined. Some haven't been fined. Mm-hmm. So there's that thing going on. Okay. On the other hand, uh, the opposition in this case uh, are having trouble because some of the people that they have to use to bertanding uh, mm-hmm. uh, used to be their friends and then became their enemies. Wow. And so now are like, uh, should we friend them again to try and win this election? How interesting Yes And it's all over the place one, or Sometimes Because you never know How strong alliances are You mm-hmm. don't know How long they will last right. Because The reason The whole Malacca state election Was dissolved Was because These four people yeah. uh, Withdrew their support Right So a lot of people Are questioning Their loyalty Questioning their motives Right So I think It's going to be Quite interesting Because like this, no, Anita. Mm-hmm. You have been with this guy fighting tooth and nail, and you achieve something great. Yeah. And then he disappoints you by joining the opposition. A very good example to this mm-hmm. is I'm sure you know Ronaldo and Manchester United. Yeah. Correct. Now, Ronaldo, when he was playing for Manchester United during his younger days, he was mm-hmm. a hero. He was the winger, number seven, wonder kid. He was brilliant. Then he left to join Real Madrid. Yes. Bitter opponents of Manchester United in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So then when he played for Real Madrid against United, the fans would be like, Ronaldo, traitor. <laughs> Backstabber, we hate you, Ronaldo. Yeah. All that, right? Yeah. Uh, after 10 years, he joins back Manchester United. We love you, Ronaldo. Crew <laughs> <laughs> Foster went and bought all the number seven jerseys. So, you know, to us, it may be real, but to a lot of people, it's all a game, Juanita. Fly FM. So, our question for you is Have you ever had a friend who disappointed you, and how did you handle that situation? Brendan. Hey, guys. Hi. So, I have this friend, right? Uh, it's a family friend, like uh, super close. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, he's one of those friends where you go through a lot of different girlfriends and you're going to be there for them and whatnot, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> is he a fairly dramatic fellow or what? No, he's not a dramatic guy. He's, um, he's just a dodo, la, I can say. La. <laughs> Okay. The thing about me and him is that we've always been honest with each other. Like we will tell each other straight away, like, "Hey, man, can't go, can't do this. Partner's unhappy. My, uh, we can't do this or whatever not." But recently, he's been pumping a lot of things without telling exactly the situation. Okay, like, wait, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, dude. For those of you who don't know what Fong Fei K is, Fong Fei K basically means uh, a literal translation is to let go of aeroplanes. But what it also means in this context <laughs> is to promise to show up but not show up. Right. 
Yes, absolutely. Ah. So what happened? So he's, been, so he's been doing it quite often and uh, he's been taking advantage of it because I'm a good friend, right? So he's like making plans up and then all of a sudden, like last minute, he's like, oh, uh, I can't come or he doesn't even reply or say anything. Now I know why he can't come. It's because his partner is partner, whatever reason it is. But the whole point is he shouldn't be lying to me. So to deal with him in a manly man way <laughs> rather than telling him off um, is, um, is cut him off. Cut him off from, from my family, cut him off from me, and don't let him into my house. Wow! That. <laughs> wow! That, yes, that's quite severe. But I guess you know if he's done it once too many times, uh, you know you yeah. can't take it also, you, right? I mean, how how many how how long should you tolerate this ridiculous behavior? Yeah, yeah. Because because in his head, in our head, everybody is always cool, right? And mm-hmm. um, and you know we may say things and we're like, ah, it's fine, man. Everybody is everything's gonna be alright. So uh, I, I had to like um, just give him some negative consequences, like, which is cutting him off from all the things that he that he whole cherish in the world uh. and to tell his story on national radio obviously <laughs> <laughs> if ever I invite you out for something you can you can be damn sure I'll be there early man I will never form fake <laughs> you bro fly FM so Karen Dior strikes again in case you don't know um, she was the one who refused to wear her mask at multiple malls she addressed the public by posting a video on Twitter or what she calls her song of hope Salamat Peggy I am Kerry aka Karen Dior in peace and love since 20 years our song is freedom rumah terbuka makanan enak imagine Open house every day for the rest of our lives. All Malaysians, all one, all united. A man who does not know his rights has no rights. Mm, yes, yeah, not trying to be pedantic, but uh, if it's a song, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe have some music. <laughs> That's my first thought. The second thought is, you see, talking about rights in uh, in Malaysia is very complicated, right, Wanita? Mm-hmm. Because in Malaysia, different people have different rights. <laughs> this is true, but also Malaysians are very thoughtful. I feel when it comes to you know respecting each other, when it comes to protecting our health, mm-hmm. we. I feel I'm very community when it comes to this. So it's not so much about rights, it's about, you the know, individual like... Rights, the so individual rights, love. individual rights. about that. Yeah, we don't want to carry, we don't want people carrying around things and passing it to other people. So we wear a mask because we don't know what we have, right? We don't want to put other people in danger and other people at risk. Yeah, mask wearing was very readily acceptable in Malaysia. I realised that mm-hmm. when it was first mandated, not mandated, when it was first suggested even... Malaysians must stop immediately We were like yeah. Oh yeah yeah You're not passing anything to me I am not passing anything to you Or mm-hmm. to my children So it was I guess A sense of responsibility Yeah Which trumped Individual rights Correct But also at the same time These are Extraordinary times And I don't know why um, Karen Dior Failed to see this fundamental fact Is that This is not normal times We were in a pandemic People were dying Our hospitals were stretched really thin There were doctors working 72 hour shifts Exhausted Mm -hmm. In PPV Slumped on the floor Yeah You know It's like imagine Doing wartime Yeah sure We all have our individual rights You know But wartime is wartime It's a different situation Altogether An emergency yeah. is happening Soldiers are coming in Bombs are being dropped on us mm-hmm. Just because you got a right To sell your egg tarts In your cafe <laughs> Doesn't mean you should be doing it Because it's wartime <laughs> Things change You know Very well said
But the one thing I did realize was this. Mm-hmm. You know how she sounded in this clip? Very yeah. peaceful, very yeah. zen, very polite. Right. If she had spoken this way to the security guy outside Dior, this would never have been an issue in the first place. Right. Yeah, because she yelled, right? Yeah. Fly FM. So Karen Dior, who refused to wear her mask at multiple malls, put out a video yesterday. Everyone's having a go at her, including us. <laughs> Announcing the arrival of the PM. Okay, thank you. Uh, salam peaceful, uh, wanita, everybody here at the uh, Flight FM. Ni, I watched the video lah of this uh, Karen Dior yang dia buat dekat Twitter kan. Yes. I don't know lah kan Karim. Kan, I am a bit sangsi. You know sangsi? What is, what is Shang-Chi? Not, uh, yeah, not Shang-Chi. That one is Marvel. Okay. Shang-Chi is suspicious. Lah. Oh. Because tak ada apa. This Karen dia, she said, uh, you know, Malaysia is her home, apa kata ni, 20 years dan sebagainya. Mm-hmm. But her Malay not very good. Eh? <laughs> And all I heard was like, selah, selamat pagi, <laughs> itu pun salah. <laughs> uh, after that, she said, uh, ni, uh, what is this, makanan enak. Mm-hmm. That one sound like Indonesian kan Betul tak eh, Karim Karim Kita kat sini cakap sedap kan Mana ada enak kan uh, And also uh, rumah terbuka And all that I think uh, for 20 years Surely If Malaysia is your home You should have learned a bit more lah kan Bukan apa Betul betul We Malaysians kan When when me and Karim We went to uh, ni Australia huh. we went to, Betul tak uh, Karim Kita pergi Australia And kita pergi sekejap je pun Just about two months We went to uh, Australia Oh wow Already Karim uh, learn so many things Kan Karim uh, Apa yang you belajar dekat Australia? Good day mate Haa tengok oh. Karim pandai Haa <laughs> uh, good day mate dia belajar Apa lagi you belajar kat Australia? Oni 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 Oi 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 Haa nampak tu Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah, betul. <laughs> See, usually when we stay in another person's uh, country ke apa, very fast we can learn their own punya culture lah. Hmm. Don't, don't say stay. We yeah. flew over Hong Kong. Huh. Just in the plane, right. Karim and me, we flew over Hong Kong pun Karim ada belajar something. Betul tak Karim? Apa you belajar? Yang muka Wow. Yang muka He spoke Cantonese. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm a bit sangsi lah that, you know, why this Karen, despite 20 years in uh, Malaysia, dia BM dia tak bagus sangat lah. Hmm. However, Karen, I hope you understand. Actually, Malaysia, we are nice people. Yes. We are kind. We are not attacking you uh, slumber-slumber for no reason. Yes. Ke racist ke apa. Tak. Yeah. I think, I hope you understand lah, Karen. We are a bit upset because you were rude lah. Mm. Actually, it's like that's all. You yeah. were rude to the security person betul, outside betul. there. He was just doing his job. Betul tak? So, kalau boleh, uh, minta maaf. You know, we can forgive and forget. We Malaysian, we senang lupa. That's senang true. lupa. Betul tak, Karim? Fly FM. So Karen Dior, who refused to wear her mask at multiple malls, put out a video yesterday. Our PM, aka the People's Matcha, went all extra, got his DJ friend to come and actually make a song for Karen Dior. Is this right, PM? Yes, yes. And, uh, he so he's bringing his equipment in right now. Nee. Ah, sini, 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 sini. Eh, Karim, kau tolonglah sikit. So, it's very lucky. I remember my childhood friend, Khalid. Mm. So, dulu kita main masak-masak and all that. And we play kenduri kahwin. He will always be the DJ. Oh. Uh, from young also, he like he like to, he will take the mother's plate. He pretend it's a, you know, like a record. Yeah? And he will spin, spin, spin and uh, do all these things. <laughs> Then I heard now, dia kerja mana, Khalid? New York eh? 
Ah, he's in New York now. Ah, in a DJ. So he's helped me uh, do this uh, song for right. our Karen. Lah, because Karen cakap dia ada song, tapi song dia tak ada music. Alright. So I ask uh, Khalid to me add a beat, you know, add some uh, ni apa young people punya sounds and whatnot <laughs> to do a song. Okay, so everybody listen. Uh, ready? Yeah. Okay, now I present you DJ Khalid and his Karen song. Sell them up, I am Carrie, aka Karen Dior. Love, laughter, joy, Freedom to choose what we eat, where we go, who we go, and what we do, do, do. Let's go, go. Ruma, terbuka, ka, 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 ka. Ruma, terbuka, ka, 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 ka. Ruma, ma, 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 ruma, terbuka, ka, ka, ka. Uh, okay, so now I expect all the Malaysian people to start do a TikTok video uh, using this uh, music. Okay, starting with you, eh, Wanita. Wow. Okay, Ken. Thank you, PM. Bye. Okay, jump, Khalid. Kita back first. Fly FM. So, Douglas, your friend moved to Rawang, you were saying? Yeah, because I went to Rawang mm-hmm. for Deepa Valley dinner. Right. And he was a bangsa boy. Like, right. grew up in bangsa, the hustle and bustle of the city, mm-hmm. the nightlife, everything in close proximity. And he moved to Rawang And we were like He's not going to survive there There is no way Because Do you know how far it is uh, From Ampang to Rawang Or from civilization to Rawang <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I know who live in Rawang <laughs> I think it's like 40 minutes out yeah. right And yeah. then if there's traffic It could be longer Yeah So it took me that day It was about 50 minutes Because wow. it was raining And it was a Friday night Right uh, So there was a bit of jam And you know People drive slowly lah When it's raining Because you know It's scary uh, <laughs> But yeah The houses there are beautiful. Mm-hmm. They are big. Yeah. A lot of space. There were a few corner lots I saw. Uh, had a proper garden. And it was just really beautiful. And uh, according to my friend, yeah. in the morning, mm-hmm. or oh, just sitting outside there in the garden, drinking your coffee. And then there's like the morning mist. Oh, with birds chirping. Correct, birds chirping. Super zen. And there's no mosquitoes. Huh? Oh, really? Because we were there at night, barbecuing. Outside the house No mosquitoes I'm like How yes. is this possible With all this greenery Yeah How come no mosquitoes Well it's something about The rawang air Or whatever lah, Right <laughs> Right But the fact remains Is that I told him I said Dude You are so far away If not for Deepa Valley I wouldn't drop by To visit you Not like last time When you were <laughs> Wow no. So straight up Because so far Wanita Last time when he was In Bangsa Okay mm-hmm. lah 20 minutes We'll meet up You know Go for some drinks Chit chat Catch up Whatever Rawang I need to bring my passport To go You know <laughs> That's all <laughs> I understand this reference Because I say in Shah Alam Everyone Who like You know Has to drive to Shah Alam They go like uh, Maybe we can meet halfway For me to go to Shah Alam I need to pack luggage Like because I think I'm going to stay over At the rest stop halfway <laughs> Drama betul lah <laughs> But here's the funny thing After moving to Rawang mm-hmm. I think my friends Hit something wrong He claims That it's not too far away uh-huh. Rawang is not too far away It's only 20 minutes From the city I'm like <laughs> In what universe Is Rawang 
20 minutes from the city. But I find this is true of a lot of people who move to these kind of remote areas. To them in their head, like, anywhere, it's just 20 minutes away. It's just 20 minutes away. It's just, you can't believe them, all right? I know, bro, I love you so much. You got a new house, but you really need a new watch or so. Like, it's not 20 minutes away. And here are some other things that Malaysians say that we should all take with not just a pinch of salt, Awanita, but a whole dulang of salt, okay? The first one is very obvious. Uh... O-T-W Can you guess what it is? On the way Ah, that's right Malaysia says on the way He hasn't left the house <laughs> Guilty Okay <laughs> The first one The second one is Maybe next time <laughs> If you ever hear Your Malaysian friend say Maybe next Ayoh. time uh, Actually, he or she means Never I'm I, guilty of this as well Yeah, uh, Same thing When the salesman call you uh, Sir, is it a, a Convenient time to talk About the new uh, Water filtration system And you're like uh, uh, Maybe next time That means never Never call me <laughs> I want my water dirty <laughs> I'm not Gonna filter Any water And I don't want it from you <laughs> And the final thing here This one If a Malaysian says it Just don't believe lah Mm-hmm I didn't know the money went in my account. <laughs> Fly FM. So, President Biden. Wait, let me play his music. <laughs> President Biden was at a summit in Glasgow speaking to the Duchess of Cambridge and he let out a fart. <laughs> Douglas. Something, please. <laughs> I know, Ayo. I'm a so ma- major facepalm moment. But he's he's old. Oh, I, you see, I, I don't. I feel so guilty laughing at this or even commenting because he's. I mean, he's obviously a really good public servant. I mean, he was Obama's number two for so long, and he served his country for so many years. But. If the older you get, your bodily functions will betray you, Anna. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he was caught sleeping or so. And now, <laughs> you know, some gas came out. <laughs> I don't know. How, okay, how would you react though if there's someone you respected, someone who was very powerful in your presence mm-hmm. and, and he I, lets one out? And if I was not the Duchess of Cambridge who by, by the way was also quite old Camilla right Camilla Parker-Bowers I'm sure yeah. she also quietly let out one or two and I guess nobody heard because girls are good at farting softly I would have laughed really I would have just laughed would you acknowledge it like would you, would you laugh and then like cover your nose laugh and go like hey, or like, hey stop it Joe or like, like what would you like what would you do okay like if I was if it was you know a public event with mm. a lot of people there I would have just ignored it and pretend like nothing happened right mm-hmm. because that's the nice thing to do obviously calling think, it out would be very mean I think what Camilla should have done was blame Charles because <laughs> <laughs> that's the president of the USA huh? so the president goes oh. came and like Charles please behave yourself and then Charles wouldn't know anything like, oh, what happened what, what, what was that, what was that <laughs> I mean okay at least President Biden didn't sneeze or cough because then you know COVID <laughs> right? Right. I think they would have reacted very differently if suddenly he sneezed or something and be like, oh my goodness, let's better mask up now. Because uh, a fart is fine. COVID doesn't spread from the <laughs> As far as I know, so <laughs> I have never heard anyone kentut COVID. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and be a super spreader that way. La. This is getting out of hand. Or <laughs> me. <laughs> Or maybe President Biden just thought he would uh, have a parting gift la, since he's the gas of honor. <laughs> <laughs> he also let out some gas of honor. 
This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.